As we transition from the winter sports season to the spring sports season, time for a bit of a reset here on the Final Score Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Sports Department here with you, as always. Uh, no, guest, no guest this week. Uh, we, we, we tried to line one up, but uh, a couple of scheduling snafus happened, and uh, and uh, it wasn't uh, able to happen this week. Uh, we'll have another one on uh, next week. But my my brethren, my colleagues here at, at the FMP, uh, John Cannon and Alexander Dacey are, are, are here, and we're just going to talk about uh, the first week of the spring sports season and county sports in general. And uh, Alexander, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Greg. Uh, first week under my belt. I know more about the teams now, so that's a good sign. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about that. You're actually out seeing games now. So so what are your first impressions of Frederick County sports? I know you've seen a lot of baseball so far. Yeah, so I've I've been mainly doing baseball. Three, three days this week I did baseball, um, and then – uh, Tuesday I did a girls lacrosse game. Thursday I did a boys lacrosse game. But on the baseball front, um, it, things are. I, I I'm kind of starting to figure out like you know who the haves and have nots are and kind of what's what's in between. I I knew a little bit of it again just from playing like that Urbana Middletown are always good. But today I went up to uh, Thermont for the Middletown Catoctin game, uh, which was one hell of a game. Uh, low scoring. Uh, very tense, very fast, great pitching. Um, like those two, those are two teams that could do some serious, serious damage. Uh, come, come state playoffs time in May. Yeah, you've seen a couple of good games this week. You saw uh, uh, Walkersville, I, I, I believe they, they they played a wild game um, uh, against uh, TJ, right? Yeah. So I saw Walkersville twice this week. Um, Monday, so Monday that was planned. They uh, Mon- Walkersville went to TJ on Monday for the opener, and uh, Walkersville was up four to one, uh, going to the bottom of the seventh, and then TJ rallied to tie the game, nearly won it. They loaded the then TJ loaded the bases in the bottom of the eighth, nearly won it, uh, and then Walkersville had a two out two strike, uh, two run double in the top of the ninth to win the game six to four. And then I went to Walkersville Wednesday, which was not the original plan, but because of the rain, that that was the only game that was on was Walkersville Linganore. And Linganore took a 6-1 lead. Fifth inning comes along, and everything just kind of hits the fan. Um, by this point, it's also like pouring down rain, and it's been pouring down rain for a little while. So the ball's probably a little wet. The field, the field actually held up kind of well, but it, it, it was kind of a nuts game. Walkersville took a 7-6 lead. Linganore tied it. Walkersville took another lead. Linganore uh, then tied it and won it in the top of the seventh. So just some just some crazy action this week. Yeah, it's sort of been the theme for the week. I, I, I saw a crazy baseball game today at Brunswick where Brunswick uh, rallied from a 5 nothing deficit to beat Smithsburg in a crazy game that ended on a pickoff play at third base. Which you, you almost never see that. So, uh, John, you you were out in the in the in the rain as well too. Uh, you've been our softball guy this week, and uh, you saw a crazy one with uh, Ligonor and Walkersville, where, where Walkersville had a big comeback, right? Yeah, similar story uh, to what um, Alexander experienced at the same site, only uh, the softball. Uh, in this case, um, Walkersville ended up winning, though they uh, they came back from. Uh, I think I want to say they scored eight runs in the sixth inning. And uh, just uh, they 
uh, kind of an unlikely comeback, and they held on and, and got the win over Linganore, who's yeah, Linganore is always one of our powers, as you know. Um, Walkersville's up there a lot of years too. Uh, they had a sophomore pitcher who um, she you know, she looked she looked decent, uh, so they uh, they could be in that mix this year as well. Do, do you have do you have much of a sense, guys, at who the best teams respectively will be for baseball and softball? Have, have you talked to enough people? Uh, do you have a feel for it? I mean, here we have Brunswick's at three and zero. Uh, uh Catoctin has a couple of D1 pitchers. Uh, they're going to be very good. Uh, do you have a sense, Alexander, the pecking order in the county? Yeah, yeah so I think the the top four, you know, kind of order them how you want, are probably going to be some combination of Catoctin, Middletown, Brunswick, and Urbana. Um, I mean, kind of at, you know, as expected, those are you know, generally the, the top teams year in and year out uh, from what I've been able to kind of gather and this year's no different. Um, you know, I think the it's probably the, the league's probably a little bit deeper this year. Um, you know, again, like like I think Linganor Linganor has a couple. Linganor uh, Ben Moore in particular is uh, one of the best pitchers in the county. You know, that'll probably that could help them make a little bit of noise. Maybe um, again, saw Walkersville twice. They didn't look. You know, they weren't they weren't great, but they didn't look half bad. You know, um, so I think. I, I think those four are the top teams, but again, there's there could be some other, you know, in, in the sort of best of the rest category, if you will, there's definitely a handful of contenders that I've been able to sort of pick out. Yeah, like, like oh, Ben Moore at Ligonor, he, uh, I, I've, I've heard that he's the number one rated high school pitcher in, the, in in Maryland, so. We need to see him. Have you seen, I don't, I did not see him last year. I don't know if you I, I, I saw. Not. I saw him and I, I, I might have seen him pitch once, but I mainly saw Matt Cunningham pitch last year, uh, who, who's, who's now at uh, Maryland, uh, Alexander's alma mater, so. Um, so yeah, so we need we, we need, need to, to see Ben Moore. Get, get out and see Ben Moore, who's a who's a big left-hander committed to Old Dominion. I mean, we've written about him, but um, but yeah, like like we need just uh, see how much he's improved uh, since last season, and I'm sure we'll we'll Alexander, you'll probably uh, I, I get get a chance to see him um, in, in 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 the next week or two. John, on the softball front, you've seen a couple of games. Um, a, any sense of how the Pecking order might shake out there. I mean, I, Catoctin, you you saw a win on Friday, and and they're always good. They all, they're always good. Last year they were a little down. Um, they have a lot of young players, but I think they're going to be good. Um, they're Taylor Smith from the basketball team, freshman. She's their pitcher, and uh, she can hit too, and she can run the bases really well. Good athlete, and they she's by no means the only player that they have. They have a lot of others. They'll be in that mix. Um, I have not seen Urbana yet. I am going to see them, I believe, on Monday, weather permitting. So I got to think they're in there, as are Linganor. Um, Walkersville looks solid, so they could be as well. Uh, they could be in that mix. And T- I, Thomas Johnson's got to be there um, as well. I mean, yeah, they were, I, I they was, were big dogs last year. And, I, I was going to bring up TJ because they had a big win over Oakdale on Friday. Like, like the score was surprisingly lopsided. And Oakdale's been a respectable softball program in the county before. So for TJ. Uh, to, to beat Oakdale the way they did on Friday, uh, that, that was that was sort of eye opening, and and, and 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 they have a, and they have a very good coach and stuff too. They were our best so, team last yeah. year. And I never I never got to see them. I know I believe we covered them. Just it was weird the way the schedule worked out last year. But they were really good, and I have to see them. They still are. <clears throat> right, uh, lacrosse. Uh, um, I I I guess we have we haven't seen much lacrosse yet. Alexander, you saw uh, Frederick and uh, or no, excuse me, you saw um, what what lacrosse game were you at? S- yeah, so uh, Thursday I was at a uh, Frederick Tuscarora. Yeah, I, I thought you were. Um, yeah, that was a boys' game, and 
Tuscarora again. Maybe this is you know just just sample bias because that Frederick team is very very young. Like they only have I, th- I think they only have like, you know four. I think it's four seniors and ever pretty much they're pretty much starting. Like the coach Reese Meyer told me that he's basically playing with a JV team against a varsity schedule. So in a couple of years they'll be very good, but this year's going to be kind of rough and they they kind of they kind of got run over by Tuscarora, but. So maybe call it just sample bias, but Tuscarora looked pretty looked pretty darn good. Um, and this is their that was their second blowout one of the week. Um, on the girls' side, uh, I was at uh, Oakdale Walkersville Tuesday night, and Walkersville looked fine, but Oakdale was kind of humming. Yeah, they had a trio of freshmen get hat tricks, so uh, th- that's always a good sign when it's your first game and your three freshmen get hat tricks. So. You know, the Oakdale's probably going to – I I just based off that, I'm assuming they're going to be a contender once again. They will be. Middletown will be. Uh, they've been two of our – they've been our two strongest. And Urbana and, last year as well. And, and, and Urbana made a run at they lost a last year. Right. But um, but Middletown had a big win over Catoctin. Uh, I, I think they scored 26 goals or something like that in, in a win. Um, so Middletown and Oakdale, the, the usual suspects in girls lacrosse. I'm interested to see how the boys shake out because Urbana – uh, is going to be good. They 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 lost to Sherwood and and Alexander being a Montgomery County guy, you you said that the, I know Sherwood all too well. You say the Sherwood folks can be a little uh, uppity at times. Yeah, they uh, they can, but they also in some cases have a right to be because they're good at pretty much every every sport. So right, um, yeah, but Sherwood is always in Montgomery County. They're always the one that everybody's everybody kind of guns for. Um, in pretty much any sport. Right, right. So, so Urbana, I think, is going to be good on the boys' side, uh, the returning state champs, but they're such a different team since they, since they lost 90% of their scoring from last, from last year's team that it might, might be a feeling out process for, for Urbana boys lacrosse. And we're going to have Gavin McDonoghue on uh, next week. So, so, so we'll talk about just how they are, are, are bouncing back after their um, state uh, championship season uh last year and and, and Lagenor caught my eye on the bo- caught my eye on the boys side in lacrosse they had a couple of uh, convincing wins this week so 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 um that's how the sort of the lacrosse scene is shaking out one week into the season in, in terms of the rhythm of the job Alexander do you do you feel that you're you found a bit of a comfort level by now or yeah I've I mean I covered five games this week, which which is kind of again what I like when I wrote my little intro column last week. That's kind of what I said I wanted to try to go for was try to be out there, you know, basically every you know five days a week, so I can just sort of kind of get a feel for everything, learn every you know kind of learn who everyone is, and I I think I'm 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 kind of I definitely now that there was like games to cover this week, I'm definitely kind of in my groove a little more, kind of in my element. Um, you know, and again, kind of just learning who's good, who's not, um, you know, names to watch and all that. So I, I think I'm, 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 I, I'm having a better time kind of easing into it this week because there's actually, you know, like games for me to cover. So I can, yeah, I'm getting the, the kind of the on the, you know, on the fly. Do people, do people know who you are uh, when, when you go out? To yeah, games? surprisingly, it's been weird. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of times I'll introduce myself to the coach and I'm like, oh, you're the new guy. And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know how you know that, but yeah, I am. Right. Uh, I when I talked to um, uh, what was it? Uh, Andy Baker at Catoctin earlier today, and Michael Franklin, uh, uh, Mike Franklin, the base, the two baseball coaches there, both super, super nice guys. 
they both they both knew that I I sure said it was like oh yeah like like I know that you're new welcome to the county and I'm like thank you that's very nice but I don't know how you knew that so um, but yeah people have been very friendly which is good yeah well it's been great having you on staff uh, for for a couple of weeks so far what do you say Johnny he's he's, he's fit in uh, pretty well um, yeah uh, I mean I'm, I'm still searching for my comfort level <laughs> <laughs> right like, like yeah like like we, you have three old guys like uh john uh, josh and myself and then and then you're 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 the new uh, guy and injecting some young much needed <laughs> young blood into our department so so it's so, so it's been uh, great having you aboard uh talk a little baseball opening day next week uh any premonitions about your your nats this season it's gonna be it's gonna be they, they i know they agreed to a contract uh, with Soto through arbitration and stuff like that. So that they, they have him on board for what seventeen mil or something like that. It's it something around seventeen mil. Honestly, I, I I tweeted this like last week when they signed Nelson Cruz and Sean Doolittle. <laughs> the Nats are not might not be like great this year, but at least they're going to be like fun, and they're going to be an enjoyable team to watch. And if if at the deadline like expected. They're going to be like meh or not very good. You trade a bunch of those guys for prospects. You're and then you're basically you're in a better position than you were at the start of the season, kind of no matter what. So, like the Nats, the Nats aren't going to be horrible. I think they're going to be like probably seventy, like mid seventies wins. Not you know yeah. not great, but not atrocious. But they'll be fun. And I'm like, if you're not if you're not going to be good, at least be fun. That's kind of all I can ask for at this point. So. I think it, I think it'll be good. Uh, spring training's been a little weird just because, just because there, there's been a massive crush to get all the games in, and like yesterday they played a game against the Astros. I had like a ton, like a ton of rain delays, but normally they just wouldn't play those. But you know they they needed they kind of need to get the games in. So I don't know. I I, I I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that I'm gonna have a fun time even if they end up losing a lot of games. But you know. That's all I can ask for at this point. John's very into uniforms. Are you into teams' uniforms and stuff? Does that does that interest you at all? I, I am. It's not like I don't. I I like cool uniforms, but I won't like. I I don't. I I don't. It's not really a hobby of mine. If that right. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. John, who's got the best uniforms uh, in, in baseball? Would you say? Oh boy. Who who, who, who really intrigues? Yeah, I got to think about that. Yeah, I was always an Oakland A's fan in that department because they always had the wild colors. You know, the green and the yellow or gold or whatever they call it. Uh, and I, don't, I haven't seen what they were going to have this year, but I mean, just generally speaking, I always thought they had kind of the flashiest. Do you like the proliferation of all these uniforms? Every, every uh, everyone's got like third and many. fourth and fifth uniforms now. Is, 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 is it too much, John? Yeah, it's almost too much of a good thing. And plus, all these themes that they do. I mean, some of them are okay, but now they do like all these special like I don't know, city nights and little this that the other, and it's like you know, it's like too much after a while. Yeah. You know? Uh, what you're you're a long-suffering Orioles fan, John? <laughs> yeah. uh, anything in particular you're looking for this baseball season? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be exciting, and you know, like uh, it's just. I guess you can blame some of this on the pandemic. That maybe it slowed the rebuild up a little bit, but it's been really hard to even try to watch them. They, they hit the ball well. It's just they just keep losing and losing, and after a while, it, uh, they're still my team, but it's uh, not a lot of hope this year. You guys just need pitching. Yeah, like that's been the case for the last like. God knows how long is like it's like you y'all have always had good hitters. It's just you even the, you can't, the, p- can't pitch to save your life. The Buck so. Show Walter area, even I mean, except for that, there was one of those years that the, everybody was kind of locked in, but they were like pitching over their heads on it. The starters, I should say, the, yeah. the, 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 the bullpen's not not been awful, but no, the starting starting pitching is just 
been a train wreck right. with yeah, that team yeah. for a long, long time. Yeah, some, some teams have gotten a lot of flack on social media. Twitter uh, players were pointing out how low some of the team payrolls are. I think the Orioles might have the lowest payroll in all of baseball, it, between like 30 and $40 million. The Pirates were right there. And my Cleveland Guardians. Uh, how do you feel about the name Guardians, John? Do you, do you I was like going to ask you that. I mean, that's your. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it's my team. I, I I grew up loving and rooting for the Cleveland Indians. Personally, me. Uh, I'm not. I'm not speaking for anyone else. I, I personally didn't find the name Indians that offensive. Uh, Chief Wahoo. I I I, I understood uh, why that would be an offensive caricature of Native Americans, but the name Indians didn't seem that disrespectful to me considering you have the Kansas City Chiefs, Chicago Blackhawks, uh Atlanta Braves, you have lots of native american names out there that that I don't know if they're deemed acceptable but but they don't seem to generate the outrage. So uh, I'm I'm still getting used to used to Guardians, but um, the reason why I brought them up is because they have I think one of the lowest payrolls in baseball too, but they do have the pitching. So um, will they be able enough to score enough runs? I, I'm not sure, but um, but they will be probably one of the best teams in terms of pitching uh, over the course of the season. If you just merge the Guardians and the Orioles, you'd have like the perfect team, right? <laughs> Are, are you hopeful, John, for guys like uh, 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 Grayson Hall. Rodriguez and uh, D.L. Hall. Mm-hmm. Hall and uh, Adley Rutschman, Rutch- the catcher? Of course, catcher. He's, he's hurting right now. But, uh, that's, I mean, you hear something like that. You know, you wonder how it's going to set him back. Rutschman, I don't know how long he's going to be out. I haven't heard what the, what the update is on it. But, um, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, I think back to, like, 2007 when, you know, when all of a sudden you had guys like Matt Wieters and then Adam Jones came in a couple of years later and Mark Hakus was coming on, and you could see things starting to kind of coalesce. Again, the pitching wasn't necessarily there, but uh, all of a sudden they had a nucleus, and then they, they kind of kind of hit for a while for a few years. And, eh, it'd be nice to see if these, the, guys, the names you mentioned kind of form that nucleus again, but we'll see. Now, what, what, what does opening day mean to you, Alexander? What, make, what makes it a special, cool, uh, great day in your mind? I mean, I know this is kind of the simple cliche answer, but like, it's just baseball's back and it feels good, and you get to and you get to watch a watch a sport that, a sport that I love, sport that I you know obviously grew up with, played for so many years, and and it's and again it's like again it's a cliche thing, but it's like there's endless possibilities once you, once you start the season, right? Like you know that's the only day where everyone is you know everyone is at the same record, so it's like. You know, hey, the Seattle Mariners, you know, can start opening day with a win, and then like a couple years ago when they they started, they took that started like what was it twelve and two or something, came back down to earth. But like you get things like that where it's like you know, hope springs eternal, all the other you know over overdone sayings. But yeah, it's, it's, it, to me, it's the sign that spring is is spring arrived. is here. Or, yeah, it, it, if it hasn't, well, I mean, we get these like forty eight degree days or whatever, so spring's not officially in full bloom yet but 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 it's right around the corner john does opening day mean anything to you or resonate with you at all or? oh yeah yeah i mean uh yeah it's nice to have to have it starting and i always think back to the couple games i went to when i was a kid my father i think i went to two orioles opening games and uh, one of them was 1980 i remember they they gave they brought out the flag that they had won the year before for winning the american league and yeah you, you kind of remember things like that yeah all right, guys. Well, uh, glad spring sports are underway. Uh, open for some warm weather, but we're going to have to endure a pretty rough Monday with 38-degree uh, weather and wind. That, that, that's not going to be a lot of fun. But um, 
But uh, Hope does uh, Spring Eternal here in Frederick County, and, and we'll talk more uh, with, with, with these guys and about uh, spring sports in Frederick County as uh, the weeks go by. And we'll be back with the guests next week. But thanks for tuning on to this uh, impromptu local sports edition of the Final Score Podcast. I'm Greg Swatek, and we'll see you all back here next week. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.